And what up, ladies and gents? It is Wednesday. It is hump day. Ever think you could just go out and make a documentary yourself? Well, let's find out what it really takes. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Dude, I'm joined with a fellow bro. Matt's been on the show before. Uh, and I had the honor of being invited to be a cast member in Startup Hustle TV. So if you guys have seen that stuff on our social media pages, uh, it's a story of entrepreneurship, what it takes to launch a business. And Matt had the genius idea of putting this thing together. And I think he bit off more than he can chew. So Matt, I'm just going to start off right there. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell me, what first of all, what the heck was going through your mind, dude? What were you thinking? What was the purpose of this? I, you know, I really just like to make my own life as difficult as possible, Hernan. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, finding more things to do, especially things that I don't know how to do is apparently really high on the list. But I mean, overall, man, uh, the, you know, as a fellow podcaster and the host of Startup Hustle, um, wanted to continue to grow the audience that we've built with our show. And, you know, I just, I, I, I'm old at this point and I've met a lot of interesting people like yourself that are doing a lot of interesting things. And I felt that it was, it would be fun, basically fun to tell that story through a web series. All right. Fun and super long hours is kind of weird because they actually go hand in hand. I don't think people quite realize. Uh, right before I got on this episode, I did my little clip, right? So, I mean, for those of you who don't know, I got my GoPro set up right here. Matt sent over. Exactly, right? And so I'm, I'm, I'm journaling, doing my stuff. Uh, and in that clip, what I basically said was on Monday, I – it was, it was not a good day for me. I didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't want to – get on, get behind the mic. I didn't want to start anything that I was, that I had to do. I did a lot of things because they're on my checklist. They're part of my routines, but I didn't want to do anything. I actually had this mindset of, dude, I should just quit and go back to just teaching 100%, not even do any side hustle stuff. But Monday, I also didn't have a lot of pressing matters. Whereas today, like it seems like I can't get anything. I can't caught up with anything. There's so many things that I have to do today. It's one thing after another, after another, but those are the days that I feel juiced. So like when you're, when you're talking about filling in that time and, and trying to do something you've never done before, how long have you been doing things, spending so much time getting things ready to do this documentary? So the, that's a great question. Cause honestly, I I've had a long history as an entrepreneur. I wrote a book about a very long period of it, million dollar bedroom, which I believe you have a copy of. Um, and you know, as I've done stuff over the years, I've had this, uh, this growing sense of regret for not documenting any of it other than writing the book, which is a completely different medium. And with our podcast, we've talked about it a lot, but it's just not the same because as at, well, and you're a cast member and congratulations on that, by the way. Yeah, dude. I, when I was looking at uh, episode, what was it? Zero, I think it was. And you were talking about how many people applied to be cast members. I was like, holy shit, I got picked. That's 
ridiculous. That's crazy. It's, it's a it's a lot bigger number now. At that point, uh, when you were talking about it, it was it was in between three fifty and four hundred, and you were reacting to my reaction. That's over five hundred now, and uh, that's a whole nother can of worms. So I so to answer your question, I've had a growing sense of regret for a for over the years for never really documenting any of the stuff we've done via video. And I have a history of working in the music industry as well, so I didn't have an excuse. I know how to work the equipment. <laughs> Audio, visual. It's I mean, I, I've been around it. I've sold it. And so, you know, it was really kind of a terrible excuse. Now, I had the idea for Startup Hustle TV a full 18 months ago, but I knew that A, I didn't have the bandwidth for it, both personally and professionally. And also we were still trying to build the Startup Hustle podcast audience. Now, I wanted to wait for the perfect time and moment to be able to, to do all of it because, well, I didn't want to sacrifice what we were building with our podcast. And then also podcast isn't all I do. I've got 200 employees at Fullscale and Fullscale.io if you want to see what we do. But, you know, that amidst a pandemic and everything, but it was really last summer um, and just of all random things, I had been staining my fence and there was something about just like the rhythmic flow of running that roller up and down that kind of lulled me into a stupor enough to, for some reason, agree or decide to start my own TV show. Which, by the way, Hernan, don't ever start your own TV show. <laughs> Dude, after watching like all the stuff that you go through, I don't think I ever want to. Like, I, I, First of all, I never even really cared for video editing, doing Photoshop. I'm learning and I'm getting way better at that stuff because it's part of what comes with creating content, right? But you took it to a whole new level. Like you decided, you brought on a whole crew. You have a whole, like, I mean, you're, you're taking on the city you live in and kind of revitalizing it while kind of bringing a light to, to the entire town. Like there's, there's people, there's cast members that are in your area that are doing some amazing things and you're highlighting them. But on top of that, you're showing what Casey has to offer. Yeah. But, and beyond Casey and, you know, <laughs> like, much like yourself in San Diego, we have other cast members, the Perkins brothers in North Carolina who are stars of the show. Sorry to you and I, like those guys are great. Now they're already doing it. They have a YouTube channel that has 260,000 subscribers. Um, but yeah, so it did start locally for us in KC and there's a big story to still be told. And the reason I knew we had to do this was, so a lot of people, a lot of you listening that aren't from Kansas City may not realize that Kansas City is in Can mostly in Missouri. And <laughs> with that, you have Kansas City, Kansas, which is this tiny little sliver of Kansas City but my family has a long history there and we had an opportunity to move our business and, and everything with Startup Hustle into a building that's in downtown Kansas City, Kansas. Now, downtown Kansas City, Kansas is like a couple streets, man. It's not anything like Kansas City, Missouri, which has, you know, big buildings, all of it. The actions in KC Mo, but in KCK, as we call it, Kansas City, Kansas, uh, it's 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 seen better days, and my family has a history of doing business there. The ability, the building that we moved into had been purchased by a local real estate developer. They bought it, put a million bucks into it, and it sat vacant for six years. Mm. That's I nice. mean, think about that pain. And but we had an opportunity to go down there and try to attract some tenants. Now, your fellow cast member Andrew Morgan's from Marknology. 
who runs an Amazon brand accelerator, is mo- he's moving into the building. So we're already seeing some action down there and we'll see where it goes. I honestly have no idea how that side of it's going to go. But with that, I also wanted, to, I don't know, man, I'm a storyteller. I mean, you do the same thing. And uh, I think that I'm also kind of, we're, form- we're forming the A-team. In many ways, you know, we found all these entrepreneurs from different walks of life that all have a different superpower and we're helping each other out. I mean, I think you've already experienced some of that. Oh, dude, I've experienced a lot. of. Well, first of all, I mean, just like I was describing about Monday being a stressful day, it's it's what's really cool is what you're what you're documenting is like the real life stuff. Like the fact that I'm saying that on a camera. Right. And then I see like the Perkins brothers who everybody can look up to as dude, they got their YouTube channel set up. They've had their business for a while. They got a huge audience. And then to see them on, on the documentary going through similar cash flow problems that a lot of us tend to struggle through, right? Like those things are enlightening. It, it almost like in a, I don't know, in a kind of weird, good way. I felt good that he was struggling because now I know that my problem is not only unique to me. My problem is is my problem, yes, but there are other entrepreneurs going through the same thing. What kind of feedback are you getting from the cast members as we're watching ourselves and other stories unfold? Well, first off, I want to back mm-hmm. up to one 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 of the whys. So as so in the Startup Hustle podcast, which is a similar show to this, right? Same, mm-hmm. sometimes even the same guests. I've seen yeah. similar people, <laughs> and, and you know, like, and this is kind of the way it goes. But as you know, we've been doing that for about three years, and as we began to get, yeah, I'm sure you get people that reach out and they say, "Thanks for doing what you're doing," and I'm always really humbled and gracious for that because. Most of the time they're going, you know, people can do a, any number of things with their time that doesn't include anything you're doing. Yeah. So when people reach out, it is meaningful and it means a lot to me. And I, so I started kind of asking, you know, they say, oh, I really love the show. And then I, I, I always, as an entrepreneur, I've learned to listen for echoes because echoes tell you that there's a problem, usually a problem that needs to be solved, or you just kind of catch the same message and you know, oh, this is how... This is what people are getting out of it. But overwhelmingly, people were saying, we love that you talk about failure. So I started asking them why. And because at first I thought they might have just like they like the train wreck, you know, like, I mean, there's a reason that traffic slows down around the wreck. People are rubbernecking and want to see the chaos. But in this case, so when I started asking why is I literally like universally got the same answer and says, when I hear other entrepreneurs or people that I look up to or people that I want to be like talk about how often they fail, it makes me feel like I'm not a failure. And that was very powerful, like very, very powerful. So as you're aware, as I began to talk to people to be on Startup Hustle TV, which is live on YouTube, come over and check us out. You can see her on. He's a, he does a great job. But you, as you know, when I was talking to you, I was like, hey, look. I'm not putting you on this show if you're only ready and willing to talk about wins. Because mm-hmm. being an entrepreneur on so many days is not about wins. So everybody that's on uh, that's on the show has made that commitment. Now, as far as feedback goes, um, oh man, well, how much did you? We have all had to learn. We've all had to learn. You talk about that look, so. We, uh, you were, I, I surprised the entire cast with episode zero on launch yeah. day 
which was literally an episode all about all of the shit that I had to go through and figure out just to get to episode one. And I haven't even, I'm not even done. Like there'll be a, the episode point one and some other things. Cause I've invented a term now that I just call camera science, uh, which is real and camera science is like all this crap. So we had to figure out a lot of stuff because my goal was to make it easy for you. So if you want to help out me by being on my show, I need to make it easy for you to help me. And the same way around. And I think one of the greatest life hacks I can give anybody that's listening is if you want help from people, make it easy for people to help you. Because if you don't, you're not going to get much help. So part of the things that we had to, we, I had to, because if I wanted to get great guests, I knew they were going to be busy. They're typically like, I don't know, man, they got a bunch of stuff going on. So I had to figure out how to make it easy, how to make it smooth and also make it easy on us. And the plan with Startup Hustle TV is, well, you may have seen in our, in our chat group, I posted a picture of some of a stack of, of cameras yesterday that had just arrived. What does that mean, Hernan? More cast members. We're going to keep adding them for, for, and, in perpetuity. Like, so in order to do that, I had to tackle this problem of how the hell are we going to collect all of this footage? And you, and other things too, I learned along the way is like, okay, so your iPhone gives a different kind of it just the camera lenses and cameras in general, especially across brands, they, they just look different. So you want to create this, this, uh, you know, standardized look. And, and at the same time, well, I was my biggest fear was collecting the content and doing it in a way that was organized and standard and made it really easy. And I think we figured that out. I mean, what's your feedback? It's pretty easy to submit content once you figure out how the camera yeah. works. I mean, it, well, yeah, I, I wasn't like Lauren. I knew where the button was at least to hit the start button, right? <laughs> but no, it, it, it the system that you've put together is awesome because literally I record and then I, the, the habit I need to get into is to plug it in at the end of the night so that it, it uploads. But once you plug it in, it automatically uploads and all that information is is ready to go. Like you, you already have it. My question <laughs> is always on like, I mean, I know I send a couple clips a day. But you have multiple cast members, right? Like there's a, a yep. ton of kids out there or a ton of kids out there. There's a ton of, of adults out there, entrepreneurs that are sending you all kinds of clips. And like you got to go through every single one. Like you got to figure out and, and each one I'm sending you is between a minute and three minutes long. So you're only pulling out bits and pieces from everybody's story. But I know what that's like. You're looking at everything. Like you're going through and, and really mm. kind of choosy yes and no yes and no um because i i i'll tell you i don't look at 100 percent of the content um i look at some of it but it's pretty easy to figure out right away if you've got something that's compelling or interesting or not and now i do catalog all of it right so all of it's and that's and man i'll tell you what there's so much shit we had to learn and we're still learning um like the episode that came out today is better than the other episodes we've published 
so we're, I mean, we expect to keep getting better. Um, like the first episodes were kind of like our MVP. They were literally our minimally viable product. And quite honestly, we're lucky we even got them out on time because the our, my video guy had a baby on January 26th and has been on paternity leave for a couple of weeks. So <laughs> I, I, the episodes you just saw that came out to like episode three and 1.1. And let's talk about the why of why it's 1.1 or 3.0 or whatever. But I had to do those myself. Like I was the video editor, the producer on camera, off camera. So yeah, I mean, now I had, I already knew how to, I, I'm a serviceable video editor, but I'm not a professional. I'm a prosumer. So having to kind of figure some of that out and we really rubbed up against that deadline, uh, largely because we were still figuring it out. Now that said, as an entrepreneur and I, I like doing some of that stuff myself because I'll tell you what, I have a completely different understanding and approach to making it remarkably efficient going forward. Like I found a lot of a lot of things. Um, so, well, you're very yeah, much a systems I mean, guy, dude. I mean, I mean, your your you operation that you have in, with FullScale.io yeah. that that is very systematized. So I know you took this cluster of different ideas that you had, and as you start to put them together, you're like, okay, well, I can I can do this. Let's line this up here. Let's do this here. And now all of a sudden, like it's a lot easier. But you're handing over the reins, right? So so your your video guy goes off on maternity leave now. You know, I'm assuming he's back, right? A few weeks out. And no. He's not, not yet. back yet. No, he's not back until Monday. Oh, dude, that's going to be all right. Well, still. So, okay. So let's, let's talk about once we get into the editing, let's talk about why isn't it episode one, episode two, you got the point in there. Right. And I thought that was really cool. First of all, cause uh, in my insurance agency, we've kind of revamped things over and over again. Right. So we always talk about how, Oh, this is pipeline like 4.0, right? <laughs> like this is the fourth time we're attempting something. What is the significance of that in the episodes? So it, inherently at this, even though my story as an entrepreneur did not begin as a technologist, everything I do, well, most everything I do besides Startup Hustle, I mean, even my, our show is heavily tech-centric. Uh, my business partner, the other Matt, um, is a very well-known uh, software uh, entrepreneur, sold his first company for 150 million bucks when he's 29, has another one in the Inc. 500. And so the, the thing is with software is it's never done. It's never, it, it's, it, there's no such thing as finished because uh, there's always something to improve. So technically we're using software versioning numbers. And so when you have a major iteration, that's usually like a 0.0. So like episode 1.0 was the very first show and you weren't in that episode because that was more like where the story came from because the first, the core quote cast members were, so my podcast has, we have four different hosts and, and we publish five days a week, just like you do and like different stuff. So that's where we started. We told that story first, but with episode 1.1, we had a, an improved iteration on it. It was just like an added feature. So that's where that point one came along. Now, when it comes to the show, I had a couple of things. So we've collected so much content. And one of the things is we have, and you were jealous about your inability to get in front of the, the, the quote, uh, formal interview, as we call mm -hmm. it where we have really high quality cameras and sound and all of that. And I mean, lights, the whole nine yards, like, 
And that, so everyone answered the same 80 questions. Now, part of the 0.0 episodes, what's really important is I wanted, I, I, the mandate with those is those need to be watchable by anyone. Like, and my wife is, is my guinea pig. So I'll show her the 0.0 episodes, which means that we can't dwell, we can't get too nerdy or in depth with certain things. You got to keep things moving. It's got to pop, boom, 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 boom. It's got to move right along. And that's what people want. That's what people need. Now, due to that, the speed and the way that the, those episodes flow, and they do, we're also leaving a lot of film on the cutting room floor. And mm -hmm. there are people out there that, okay, so I mentioned everyone's answering the same 80 questions. That's right, 80 questions, 16 groupings. So like questions about sales, about marketing and other stuff. And what you'll see is we'll go back and bundle those together and they will be point whatever versions off of those main episodes. So there is someone that want that is gonna wanna hear uh, the story of how you started your business told by t uh, 15 successful entrepreneurs. But that doesn't make a very good top level episode that's viewable by everyone. So um, yeah, I was honestly really torn about how to handle that. Because another thing too, is you've got to try to not make a mess of your feed. And I mean, this is as much content as we're collecting and recording and as many people as will get involved in this, this is just rapidly moving to a daily publication, much like the podcast. But that's also an amazing feat in and of itself, like to have content being created on a regular basis. I mean, that's that's where I feel the world is coming to this. That's one of the reasons why I do the daily show, right? That's one of the reasons why we do business bros podcast, or we have, we launched the, you know, the insurance bro podcast or James launched his polyam podcast. It's a matter of just getting out there and building your brand. And the cool thing about startup hustle TV is that it's taking everybody's hard work and kind of shining that little bit of spotlight, giving them the opportunity to, to become whoever it is that they're trying to become. Um, but also seeing those downturns. And I'll tell you this, Matt, like uh, one of my favorite parts about being this, being in Startup Hustle TV is access to just like picking up the phone and calling you, like to have that conversation with you because I get so much great feedback from you uh, and you don't hold back. You'll tell me when it's shit and you'll tell me when, to, like how to fix it, right? And that that's super cool because you don't always get that from a lot of people when you're an entrepreneur. You get, you try to give an idea to somebody and it could be the closest person to you and they're going to shoot you down almost every time. They don't have, they don't see the same vision that you see. Whereas when I share something with you, it's a little bit different. You actually have been in those trenches. You know what it's like and you can see that end vision. So you're giving us guidance and direction to help us get there. So to me, the network that you've created is also a huge value that I don't think people get to see directly uh, when they're watching the show. I, I don't think that's just me though. And for you, it might be at this point, but as that evolves, like, so I've seen other, the whole purpose was, so we've always treated startup hustle as a family. So when Andrew and Lauren became our, our two newest hosts on our show, I treated them like family. Like they're like startup hustle is my baby in many regards. And I, uh, I, and I have, I have a level of, I try to protect that brand and the quality and all of it. And I'm very picky about who we bring in, you know, like, I mean, I've really, I've turned down a ton of people and I really vet people 
in a way that I want good, we, I want good team members. And that doesn't just come from me. Now for everyone got their role and their story in Startup Hustle TV. And if, and I've learned, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the oldest cast member and by quite a bit, actually, by probably <laughs> six years. Yeah. And I don't always think about myself as the old guy, but with that comes a lot of experience and, and different things. And I, man, I, you know, I've just, I've had an interesting, uh, I've had an interesting go of it as an entrepreneur. I've done a lot of different things. I've written three books. I've worked in the music industry. I was a ticket broker, uh, started full scale with 200 employees in less than two years. Uh, obviously start a puzzle brand, uh, made a million dollars in the extra bedroom of my home, like all this different stuff. And it's, it's a hodgepodge of different things. And part of that, and part of what this, uh, what the business bros podcast has certainly done for you is like, well, some of my friends will joke. They're like, dude, you're like the human LinkedIn. Well, <laughs> having 500 personal meaningful conversations with successful people is really, really intriguing for me. Like, give me the next 500 because mm -hmm. I don't know, you get it because you do your show and there's, well, that's how, dude, that's how I know you from being on your show. And like when I was thinking and for our, about, can we talk about why we picked the original people? Cause I think yeah, absolutely. like the first cast members, cause Heather and Kyle, who are from the KC Hempco, kchempco.com. Um, they're, they were in the, the uh, recent episode. They're like, or in the 1.1, the launch day reactions, like, we'll never know why DeCourcy picked us. They had been on my podcast. Now they are the only two people in our in our original in our first of our first cast members that are not content creators. Hmm. So there was intent so, behind that. Well, there was look, very there was a lot of intent behind that. You you interview a ton of people just like I do. You meet a ton of people yep. just like I do. What stood out about them? Like if they're not creating content, what was it about them that you were like, you definitely got to be on the show? <clears throat> So there's people that have really interesting stories and they're not interesting. Hmm. Simple. Um, and then another thing too is, you know, uh, so this is talk radio. This is modern talk radio. That's what your podcast is. That's what everyone's podcast is. It is independent, open source talk radio. It's a completely different approach. There are pe some people that will thrive in this environment and flounder in front of a camera. Hmm. And I needed people that had compelling stories. So there was a few things that, that I was looking for. One, okay, I needed likable people that had to start there because likability is something you cannot train and you like, you just can't like you're likable or you're not. And, 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 you, and there's really not any way to get in and out of that bubble. You're in it or you're not. So a likable person can tell you that your baby is ugly and you'll thank them for the feedback because you just, they're just like, thanks for the feedback. Yeah. And you know what? I wasn't going to have another kid, but I'm going to now because I want to prove to you that I can make a beautiful, <laughs> you know, but, the, but everyone knows someone like that. So the thing is, is like, is I, my personal belief is that well, I had some hypothesis, but I think it's really important to for, for it was really important for us to launch the show 
with likable people that had an interesting story to tell and that were from a variety of industries. Okay. So, um, you know, you have Heather and Kyle there. And so they're in the, in the cannabis business and they make CBD products. Now I'm here in Kansas and all that shit's still illegal, except for like CBD is not, but I mean, if I come and visit you, I can walk into a retail store and buy weed and leave like here that I'd go to jail. And Kansas is about the least progressive place when it comes to that. But I thought that was a really compelling story because you don't often get these these like fledgling industries and get that look. And then honestly, the crap that they go through to run their business is just beyond me. Um, And they'd also been on the show, super likable. And with that, I felt I felt a lot of responsibility about who we chose first because I also want to pick the right people to represent an industry or a city or whatever. And, and sometimes even like, like an ethnic group, you know, and just different stuff. And like, you want to pick the right people because we don't have room for 500 cast members. So, and want to keep it, you know, diverse. So they had a great story and I had just gotten to know them through our own podcast. Now with you, dude, you just like, you, you have charisma. Well, thanks. I think I think I uh, it grew though with practice, man. Like it's a matter of of getting behind this thing and talking every single day. Like, yes. I, I think I have natural content I, I creator have- though. Yes, you're a content yes. creator, which means I didn't I didn't want to have to teach anyone that for the first for the first cast members because look all the crap we had to go through just to get this thing off the ground was enough. If I had to be like teaching people, and I mean, even some, I had to, we had to do a lot of that anyway. Like I did that a little bit with you because you're obviously, you're hundred thousands of miles away from me and you weren't, we had to do your interview with what we normally use for journaling cameras. So we had to figure a couple of things out, lighting, sound, and a few other things. And I mean, it's just reps. So, you know, with the other cast members as well. So Eric and Jamie Perkins, I met them uh, about six months ago through someone I know from the music, for, through a rock star, uh, basically. I had a rock star call me up and say, I got someone that I want you to meet. And I said, why? And he goes, I just think you can help him out. And I said, you want to give me any more info? He's like, no. So I started <laughs> talking to Eric and, and you know, I've gotten to know him. But they've got a really interesting story because they have this amazing, they build homes in the mountains of Western North Carolina. And they're from a town of 2000 people. So they technically have 120, 130,000 or 130 times bigger subscriber base on their YouTube channel than exist in their hometown. (laughs) There are 130 subscribers on their YouTube channel for every person that lives in Bryson City, North Carolina. But also that there's these formative things. Like I really didn't want to gravitate towards people that had fully made it Mm -hmm. because the story is usually in that chaotic, all of it and that whirlwind. And they're in the middle of that because now they are finally, they make more, they make more income from their YouTube channel now than they make from their housing business, which is nuts. But But Eric's figuring a lot of it out. He's, well, he's figuring it all out. So we got two different stories there. Uh, my business partner, Matt, obviously he's done it more than once. And there, so we get an angle there. Uh, Lauren, uh, founder of Innovate Her KC, like she started a women's empowerment 
community and organization that has almost 4,000 members in it after two years. And here's the thing. She's got a completely different story. Like she's got to be at the front. She takes arrows and stones and all of it because she's an advocate. And I thought that was interesting. And then Andrew, uh, who hosts uh, from Marknology, Andrew Morgan's, well, Amazon, how do you ignore Amazon and e-commerce and everything else? So back to that kind of slotting people in, like building the A-team, building the A-team. And really in the end, if I didn't think where I have turned people down is like, I don't know if we or I can help you or you've already done it. And that's not as compelling of a story when it comes to following the story. All right. Well, you you said you put together an A team, but even if you watch the show, the A team, right in the eighties and nineties, uh, it doesn't always go to plan. So you might have the people that you picked. What are some of the biggest struggles you are dealing with today? Now you're you know three episodes in. If you could just reach out and like you know slap me in the face and tell me do this, like what is it that we're struggling with, and and we can help you to. Mm to make it better? Well, we made a couple of rules up front. Rule one, we're not chasing anybody for content. So don't submit. Don't expect to see yourself on the show. It's that simple, right? And as we add more people in, it'll maybe be a little bit more competitive. I think it's going to raise the game because the best content's getting in the show, right? So when it, when it came to like, I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of working with people. I, it was important. Another thing that was important to me was finding people that really wanted to take the show seriously. Cause dude, everyone I talk to wants to be on the show, but I need you to want to take it seriously. Cause if it's a pain in the ass for me to put you on this big platform that we've built, why do I want to do that? I got enough. I got enough. <laughs> I own a, couple, a bunch of businesses, dude. I got enough problems to keep me busy without <laughs> without intentionally adding. So, you know, we've kind of learned, I've learned to sniff that out a little bit and, uh, and really kind of make the decision slowly because I want to be able to help everyone else be awesome. Um, and I don't, I can't do that. You, you were a little, a little too, uh, complimentary of me earlier. I don't always have the answer. Um, but I will do my best to try to put you in front of someone that does. And, I think there's a lot of value to that. And that's the part of the the conversations we've had with people. Like I'll give you an example, like Eric Perkins doesn't necessarily need me. He wants to know me because I have a lot of experience building and scaling businesses. And a lot of that's kind of foreign to him. Now, in that case, like Eric's kind of like me, he'd rather just pay it forward and pay it forward. He likes helping people out and he's having fun being on the show. Mm. So that, and that's the final thing. If I don't think, if, if you're not going to have fun with it, and by the way, there is a really weird th the red light syndrome is you can meet someone that is like awesome. And then you click that record button and that red light turns on and whether it's <laughs> audio or video, they uh, turn to stone. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're like, I've experienced that for sure. I, I remember an episode of 30 Rock where Jack Donaghy, Alec Baldwin's character is on like take 700 of like a <laughs> three minute video for the parent company. And he's like holding coffee cups in both hands and can't do it. But his red light syndrome is another thing too. So as I've gone forward with some of the, the newer, the new cast members, I've actually had people like, I basically have them send me some screen tests. 
check it you out. Know, and, Let me and, know what and honestly, like. if if you're listening and you want to be on the show, go to startuphustle.xyz because there is no submission deadline. Uh, but part of that as well is like, like I said, getting to know people. And I, I am going slow because you can talk to someone, they're real excited about it. And then if it's like crickets, that's not the right person for us. I want people that you have to want it. You have to want to be on the show more than we want you on it. And that's the right kind of energy that we're going to draw. That's what we're looking for. Dude, I, I don't know about you. Uh, it's been a completely different experience for me. Uh, and, you know, it, it's weird. It's almost like I have a camera therapy every day, right? Like I, I, I'm almost... I'm almost venting to the camera and, uh, and it's, then also it's kind of therapeutic, isn't it? It is right. I'm like, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. Like, and, and, and it's, it's non-judgmental cause nobody says anything to me, but I just look at the camera and I'm like, God, this is what I'm going through today. Like I, I, I didn't do this or I wanted to achieve this and I couldn't get it done. Uh, but then there's other times I turn on the camera. I'm like, dude, I just landed this deal. Like it's a good day. Uh, it just, you know, it's, it's a, a good process to get into. And I've, I've thought about, you know, doing a, a family vlog or doing stuff like that. Uh, and this is, this has been an opportunity to, to take a stab at it. Like, do you really have that camera with you at times? Are you really sitting there and recording, uh, and getting in the habit of when something happens, hitting the button and, and actually, you know, recording and, and, and documenting that information that you're, that you're talking about. Cause Dude, that happens all the that happens, I think, more often to me than than I'd like to admit, where I go through a day and I'm like, shit, I didn't record that. I didn't hit that button. It's good. I, well, I, it's kind of, it's it's kind of like my semi-infamous F you failure video. <laughs> which, you know, I literally like, and I'm never I'd ne I rarely, if ever, feel defeated, but I I was defeated that day. And I and I got it. I got it on film, and like I've never had a stronger reaction to something that I've put out there. Like so many people are like, um, I, oh man, I probably had 15 people message or call me the day that I published that. And I was going to say, it, it'll come back in the show, but that was the week of the Capitol riots. And a lot of people were just down. So I, I chose to publish that early and it didn't get a, a ton of views because I didn't promote it or anything, but considering it just had a couple hundred views and I had about 15 people reach out. They, they were, I was commended for the transparency and the vulnerability. And I, I mean, for me, I felt like I turned a corner because I was like, Oh my God, it's just so much easier if I just hit this button and I just tell this freaking camera the truth. But after, and, and I've seen, I, I Oh man. Well, it's funny. Cause it, I said, I, I literally, and, and you can fill in the blanks. I say F you failure <laughs> so many times in that video. Like, don't watch it with your kids. Like it is, it needs a warning at the front of it. But the thing was, you even see me in the video. I'm like, man, that feels good. Yeah. Like I had no plan or intention of doing any of that, but it felt good. So it was just, you know, kind of kept flowing out of me. And I mean, I, you know, like, it, and I wasn't having a hard time with any of it before that, but I really like, I really, for me personally, if I had to tell like my moment as a cast member on my own show, that was a turning point for me because I saw how it felt meaningful to the people that I was talking to and mm -hmm. that, that I had, had reached out, you know, like the people, like we had a lady from in the startup hustle chat, like from Australia, like, did you read her comment thread? It was no, like, she was like, she was thanking me for being so honest and open in a world of social media where everyone's busy presenting themselves as perfect. Mm. And that's true. 
From Australia, dude. And I don't, I don't even, I never, I, Crystal McGregor, thank you. I know who you are now, but I didn't before that. And like, and that's, and that's, you know, I mentioned I worked in the music industry and I had privileged enough to be able to hang out with many of my rock and roll heroes. And they will all tell you, you say, well, at what point did you know? They're like, when people started paying attention. And it, and it made sense because like, you know, if you're a musician, you're grinding out a living, you're playing at a bar and people, Nobody most people, their backs are to you. Yeah. But when they turned around and they were paying attention, they were like, oh, wow. Okay. So this is getting real. And I feel the same way about what we're doing. So if, if me, if me sharing, I, I'm as about as transparent as it gets. So if me sharing my shitty day does something to make yours better or help you avoid mistakes, then that is meaningful. And I'm down. I'm in. It's not that hard. But Dude. by the way, what's, what's your experience been? My experience with, with recording myself has been very similar. Like uh, for me, it's been the venting. Uh, like I said earlier, man, like one of the, the cool things is being able to talk to somebody like you and, and getting that opportunity to get that feedback. Um, but not having the judgment when you, when you talk to the camera, just being able to say, this is what's going on. Uh, and then turning it off and kind of feeling a little bit better about it. Having that idea that, you know what? It, this may or may not be on the show, but now that I'm done recording it, like, okay, like I, I've, I've said it out loud to myself. Like I've acknowledged that I'm in this situation or I've acknowledged that I'm in this mindset. What's the next step? Like, I think, I think a lot of us feel, uh, we don't, we're not able to share that. We're not able to vent that. We only want to put out that perfect picture or that perfect post. Uh, and so I think it, it really builds inside of us. And I think this is one of those things that allows me to say, okay, well, it's not stuck inside of me anymore. It's out there. And it might even connect with somebody later down the road. So I don't know. For me, it's been that kind of, of release experience. So therapists will tell you if you are just like really angry about whatever, and it could be something you happen in your, in your past, you can't do anything to change it is to like, write it down, put it in an envelope and just go drop it in the mailbox. Cause it's like getting rid of it. And that's kind of like what some of the journal stuff has felt like. And, um, and you know, another thing too, is I think, I think me doing that, I noticed that the rest of the, of the contributors almost felt a lot. They were like, Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's okay to do this. Yeah. And, and, and I, think and I, and I, I was telling everyone right away, I was like, look, you're going to, you're going to gain more interest from that level of vulnerability and that level of reality and that, and, and transparency than you are. Dude, no one wants to hear everyone talk about, Oh, all I do is win, win, win. Like, yeah, gives a shit. Like, cause, because the blueprint I already won with is no good to you because it's already been done. Like, I mean, maybe it is, but you don't like read a book about rich guy or rich lady X, Y, or Z and go, oh, now I got it. And I'll just do this exact same thing because yeah, well, that idea is usually spent, you know, and now some of the system or the process and knowing that success demands payment in advance is all important. But I mean, it's really the, it's really the losses. It's really the, and, and honestly, Hernan, like, and I've had a couple of people like we had one, someone comment. They're like, they said, well, man, this is so negative. Like, are you trying to talk me out of it? No, but I'm trying to give you a realistic point of view about what you're going to go through. That's why we're starting with failure. I want to scare you out of it. And if you can make it through that stuff, okay, then you might be able 
dude, some of the best advice that I can give anyone is often to just not do something. Mm -hmm. You know, like you mm -hmm. get people call me, I, dude, I get so many and I welcome it. They say, I want to, I, I want to ask you about a business that I'm going to start. And I get that a lot. I've been getting that for years and, you know, I've had people come back later and they're like, dude, I'm really glad I talked to you. Cause I, I was, I, I was going to fail. And, and the problem is, is when people are ready to go all in and they haven't even looked at their cards. That's well, scary. That's dangerous. It's risky. You lose your house. You go bankrupt. You just well, put yourself, you know, in a, in a really rough spot sometimes. They don't understand oftentimes what it actually entails because you get that high that, it, that, that, you know, dopamine in your head. Like when you have an idea and you think it's the easiest thing to do and the implementation process is no problem. Like I'm just going to, and this is why I think a lot of people come to you and I get the same types of questions and they ask like, Hey, I got this idea. Because all it is is an idea. Like Billy Jean, his marketing has one of the greatest lines. He's like, there's no such thing as a million dollar idea, only million dollar execution, right? And that is huge because people don't realize the execution part. They don't realize that it takes steps A and B and C and C.1 and C.2, right? Like, <laughs> what's Here's that? a book Journal? full of million dollar ideas, bro. How many do you want? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I mean, this is literally like this book is for that reason. Like I do write it. I mean, I write most of them down. That's how I knew that my first notes about Startup Hustle TV were 18 months ago. And but, the, you know, and, and, you know, that whole thing is like, I mean, million dollar ideas are everywhere. Good ideas are everywhere. Execution is the premium. That's the platinum. That's the that's the rare earth mineral that gets things done. And I, I mean, dude, I talk to people all the time that have great ideas, but they won't have the ability to execute them. I and really in the end, it's also about passion. So you can have a great idea, but if you're not passionate about that solution, it's game over because you're going to quit. You're going to quit. Yeah. First time yeah. it gets tough, you quit. And then, and then you go on to the next shiny idea. Like, I don't know. But I, I try I, not to do that. I try not to do that, man. I That's try not I'm to do that. As I get old, but I've, it's hard. but I've done it. I've done it a lot of times. Right. And every time I find myself in that same trap, I'm like, son of a bitch, this is come back, come back, reline, refocus. Cause dude, it's, it's a real thing. Like, it's not just, it's not just somebody who's getting started. People, dude, I, I don't know about you, but this happens in my business all the time. I'm like, dude, I need to solve this problem. So I go and I start learning about how to solve this problem. And that shiny object will show up in that solution. And guess what? I go and start deviating to that thing. And then I realize I'm off track. I got to come back. Like that stuff happens. It's that squirrel syndrome is not like uh, something that, you know, any entrepreneur can disappear. Like I, I, for me, it's, it's part of my everyday, like it's always there. So if you, if you want to be successful, you're climbing a mountain and there's a couple ways to climb the mountain more efficiently. First off, what's easier climbing it on your own or asking those on top to pull you up. Okay. Oh, so yeah. first off, that's easiest right there. Hey, can I get a hand now on your way to the top? You basically have a backpack on and the more stuff you pick up and do and whatever you just throw it it's in that backpack and that the heavier that thing gets the the you you drag it along with you and that for me that it's, it's funny because uh every year my new year's resolution that i tell my wife is that i won't start any new businesses um <laughs> and and i'm always i always uh last year i didn't break it but in, so instead, I just started a TV show. 
Um, <laughs> you relabeled which, it. <laughs> which she says is a new business. And I was like, it's not technically, it's still owned by full scale. I didn't form any new entities. There's no investors <laughs> or anything like that. She's like, yeah, but that TV show might, man. that might be more work than, the, than a business. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's fun. I mean, I mean, are you having fun with the show? Oh, I'm definitely having fun, man. It's been a, it's been a blast yeah. so far. I mean, every single yeah. time you know you send me the, look, this is the episode that's gonna launch. I'm like, yes, this is gonna be awesome. Or or you know, even giving feedback or uh, in in a, and it's cool because I see myself in the episode, but it's almost like I want to fast forward through that part. I just want to get to who's who, what's that, you know what's gonna happen to this next person. I know my story, right? Like I know what I'm doing, but everybody else is on the show. It's it's really cool to see and and uh. You know, I, I'm I'm meeting with that with with your um, damn I forgot their names already Heather Jessica, and uh, Jessica. no 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 Jessica yeah Jessica oh, helps Heather a lot. and Kyle Heather and Kyle oh, are Heather coming down Kyle? to San Diego yeah. at the end of February ah. so we're gonna meet them I'm gonna meet them in person and that, again just a connection See, dude, I right? had nothing I had nothing to do with that other than them they actually said they're like yeah we're gonna be in San Diego I was like you should call her and on and they're like oh yeah I should. But that's that organic thing. Like they already met with Andrew about learning how to sell stuff, more stuff on the site. And you talk about this, like, I'm just curious to see what happens. My hypothesis in the beginning was that we all have the same problems and we do, mm -hmm. right? And that we all need similar solutions and we do. But I love the whole everyone helping. Like with Eric Perkins, we're helping him rebrand his whole thing, create a merch line. Andrew's going to help get that set up on Amazon, like a whole bunch of different stuff and help him make some money. And, you know, like, I mean, earlier today, I talked to you talk about that open door and that's where like, like, so any, I've invested in a bunch of different businesses and I often ask people though, they want help. And I'm like, okay, you can have one, but not both. You can have my money or you can have my interest in you being successful. The second the one, in my opinion, is remark it's a lot more valuable, right? Well, because money's replenishable. For like, some. I'm I mean, some people like maybe they want that, maybe they don't, but what's I mean, having people that have a a genuine vested interest in your success is priceless. Yeah. So I agree. I, I agree. Know. I mean, we'll try to try to figure it out. I like to think the best is yet to come. So oh, I agree. Ladies and gents, look. Episode 3.0 launched today. Make sure you guys go check it out. Startuphustle.xyz. Uh, I always forget about the .xyz. Well, yeah, fi find it on YouTube. Go to the tube. Go to and, the tube. Yeah, if you want to sign up to potentially be on the show, startuphustle.xyz. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely on it's definitely on the YouTube. Check it out, ladies and gents. Matt, always a pleasure, dude. I mean, almost an hour. Every time I talk to you, it's always going to go at least an hour. <laughs> I was going to say we could. I was sitting here thinking. I was like, I'm just going to keep going until her not. It's not my show. I, I'm not used to being the guest. So ah, on no, my show, cool. I always have. I always have to find what feels like a natural or amicable stopping point. But with you and I, that could be days. Dude, there's times, and and I don't know when you sleep, man, because I'm on the West Coast, I don't. three hour difference I for don't, you. Bro. And there's times where I'm sitting, you know, I'm sitting with the family. It's like seven o'clock, and we're watching some, I don't know, something on TV that I'm definitely not interested in. And my phone goes bing, and I'm like, oh, it's Matt. <laughs> and then we just go back and forth uh, for hours. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't know when this guy's gonna go to bed, but <laughs> I don't. I, I honestly, man, that's probably some that is probably the most common observation out of not only my employees. So that's uh, quite honestly often a product of having 180 employees that are 13 time zones in the future. 
So, you know, right now it's the middle of the night there. And, uh, but once six and 7 PM, I'm in central time in Kansas city, that's their daytime. So I've gotten kind of used to that over the last decade, but really in the end, man, like all of this in the end is still my hobby. My hobbies be people like, what do you do? I'm like, nothing. Like, what do you mean? You don't work. I'm like, no, I made making money's been my hobby for about 15 years. And I haven't worked a day since I made that decision, but you know, that's the whole, that's, and it's true. It's true. So I, I, dude, I really did. I tried to find a real hobby and I couldn't do it. I kept coming back. I was like, I really like making money. So I've made that my hobby. I love building businesses. And, you know, like I said earlier, as I get a little older, I really like just helping people get what they want and try to do it in a way that has no expectation of return. Mm. Right. So, and that's hard. And that's a Buddhist principle. I'm not, a, I'm not a Buddhist, but I'm aware of the principle and that's the most powerful kind. So, and by the way, when you do that, you, the world has a tendency to, to deliver what you want. I believe in other that shapes and forms and whatever, but yeah, it's just, I mean, dude, it's the same thing. It's like, you got to make so we talked about make, and I know we're going to end the show here. I would like to give some advice because earlier I talked about, you know, uh, making it easy for people to help you. Yeah. Also make deposits before you ever consider making a withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's a, a huge mistake that people make is they're immediately on the ask. And I, over the last 10 years, I've structured most of my existence around why well, have I asked you for anything? No, it's nothing right. but give, give, now, give. But, it, but you, but, it, and that's okay. But I like to feel that if I, if I was like, Hey man, I need your help with something. You'd help me. Um, right. Yeah. I'll save it. I like to save it. I want to use that. So, so if, if you're listening, don't burn up your withdrawal slips for dumb, petty stuff. Mm. Wait, make deposits, make deposits. It makes it a lot easier to make a withdrawal. Dude. I have, I have, uh, I don't consider myself rich when it comes to money. I consider myself rich when it comes to those deposits that you're talking about. Like I've, I've spent most of my life and my career finding ways to bring value to people. And it's, it's amazing because I, you know, there, there are people that I've talked to, uh, for example, there's somebody who, who recently hit me up on, on Instagram. We've been going back and forth for a while. Uh, she just got offered a, a temporary or a, a deal with Adidas. And I was like, dude, that's amazing. But when I share it with some people, they're like, well, what about you? I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to tell you that this is something amazing for somebody else, right? Like you should yeah. be happy for this person. But you know, that mindset, that's a little shift that we have to make. And I, I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, you will be happier. Stop expecting things from people. I, I promise you, you're only getting that that hate feeling, that anger feeling, because you have a, this expectation that you set in front of you. And when it do, when something doesn't meet that expectation, that's where that anger comes in. Just continue. I, I promise you, I, I I you know I don't have a million dollars in the bank, but I'm not hurting for cash. And you know I I I have I can easily pick up the phone and call somebody, and they're gonna answer. They're not gonna send me to voicemail. They're not gonna ignore me. I can ask for help, and they're and it'll happen. And that's a different kind of happiness. That's the that's the kind of wealth happiness that I think people don't really understand how happy it makes them, how much joy it can actually bring. 
So well, it's, a, it's a feeling. It's a, it's a, it's a respect. It's a sense of respect. And, you know, going into this year, my, my new year's resolution shifted a little this year and it was, it was a little more selfish because the more stuff I've taken on, my business has grown really quickly doing a lot of stuff. I really, I didn't want to short my family and a bunch of other things and stuff that deserved it. So I've, I've really like made a huge, a huge effort to cut the vampires out of my existence, like the time vampires, the people that, that I, I really like went down. I literally went through my contact list and I just like, okay, like every time I talk to this person, they're asking, 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 and they're not doing anything. And I'm not, and I don't, and do I feel confident that they would be there? if I needed their help. And mm-hmm. for the people that were no's or even maybe's, like they, they, they're not getting a lot of my time right now or, met, or might not ever. And other people that, that, are, that are making deposits and I don't know, man, it's just like, I don't know, who's got my back? Well, that's the thing, dude. I think I think relationships are a revolving door. I had a guest talk about that the other day. Not everybody is meant to be in your life for your entire sure. life. And they you know, can't it, be either because you it, just, there's, you don't have enough bandwidth, man. So true. All right, man. Now I do have to cut it. Cut it. I got a two o'clock or so. We're gonna. I'm. I'm gonna be late for that call. Good but luck. Gents, Good luck. Enjoy Startup Hustle TV. Find it on YouTube. Startup Hustle TV. Click that little like. Click the subscribe button. Check it out. Let me know what you think. If you're in San Diego, San Diego represent. Let me know what's going on. Did I do a good job? Did I represent episode three pretty well? And if not, there's some great stories of other entrepreneurs making it happen. I promise you, if you're in business doing things yourself, you're not the only one going through it. You have cash flow problems. They have cash flow problems. They have emotional problems. They have stressful problems. They have family problems. And you get to see all of that in these first few episodes. So go ahead and check it out. Startup Hustle TV. Matt, thanks again for being on the show, dude. Thanks for having me. Peace out, y'all. We'll see you again uh, later today. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.